We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the greatest Gilcast ever. I'm Davis Maddock, joined by Nate Noling, joined by Sammy Reed. We got a we got a group collective sweat here. You know, guys, the last couple weeks our text thread has just been it's been depressing. There's been it's only been commiserating and tilting. You know, we haven't been. Literally, actually, Sammy, you and I were in this exact same position. I don't remember if it was two weeks ago or three weeks. Three weeks ago, it was the it was the Travis Kelsey eight for eighty six game, and we're sitting there just willing him to get the bonus. We're we're saying, Travis, please, anything, anything. We love you. Come on, anything, and and he gets it. And then the holding call comes, and it, and it comes back. But we got there this week, bud. We all we all got there. Well, Nate, you instantly got there. You didn't even have to watch the games this afternoon. You've just been hanging out, eating bonbons. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a nice afternoon. Nate, I, I have to say, I was ready to criticize you when you, you said you went Galaxy Brain, but your decision immediately after lock was so much better than than Sammy and I's team. Honest to God, you just made the better play. Yeah, I felt good about it this week. I I mean, the, the ultimate move for me that like made me win was I went Ridley over Kelsey I just thought Kelsey was getting to the price now where it's like when you pay 8k for a tight end because he's putting up wide receiver numbers it makes sense but when we have legitimate wide receivers at the same price tag that are like getting more volume and just I mean Ridley was a smash spot here so I I felt much better about going Ridley and a three and a 3k punt tight end than a than paying up at tight end and punting at wide receiver um I mean, I still had to punt at another wide receiver spot, but um, but yeah, I I felt good about that. So, and so Nate, are you are you trying to tell us that you did not feel good about playing Traquan Smith in cash? Is that <laughs> that that would that, that be would accurate? Be, that would be part of it. I think when you look at Drew Brees coming back with ten broken ribs, uh, going for uh, three Saints on that offense maybe didn't make me feel great. 
So uh, I felt much better with Well, uh, you know what? You should have just done what Sammy and I wanted to do, which was play three Cowboys. Um, so here, here, real quick, before, we, uh, before we, we get too far deep into this, let's just say the scores. Nate and Otherworldly, 182.52. Hats off to the guy. Crushed everyone. Uh, don't, don't think Nate lost too much of anyone in this slate. And then Sammy and I played the exact same team that scored 170.12. Uh, we all played Jalen Hurts. We all played Derrick Henry. We all played Tony Pollard. We all played Manny Sanders. And we all played Alvin Kamara. And then the two wide receiver slots, tight end and defense, were different. Um, so let's, let's, let's just start here, talk a little bit about our guy, Jalen Hurts. Um, I, I actually, this was a, this was a late swap for me. I mean, I, obviously I love Jalen Hurts, but I had planned on playing Lamar or Kyler, both who would have been fine for most of the slate, but this Tony Pollard news, I got to rank it as one of the most fortuitous, uh, things that's ever happened to me. I mean, I, Oh God, we're ready to play Cam Akers. (laughs) Rams lost to the Jets. Like imagine the tilt that we would be going through. Everybody listening, we're so sorry that this happened because that would have been an all-time show for you guys, us tilting the Rams. They um, might have gotten a Leonard Fournette. They might have gotten a Leonard Fournette play from Sammy too, which turned out okay. Which turned out okay, but really should not have been. I mean, the Leonard Fournette, uh, listen, if you're listening to this and you played Leonard Fournette, first of all, you suck. Second of all, you're bad. Third of all, what an insane suck out. So uh, I mean, dude, I, the people were robbed yet again because if I had played Fournette and I just like the entire podcast was like, you know, guys, it's really more of an art, you know. I mean, you just would have been tilting your testicles right off, and uh, the people really needed that. I'm sorry, everybody. Tony Pollard won us money, but but really lost us equity in the funness of the show. But the Tony Pollard thing became like such a stone cold lock. I loved it that I like when when things flipped and I saw his ownership. I was like. Dude, if this news came out Tuesday that week, he would have been 60% owned. Yeah, well, let's, let's, let's talk about that because I'm sure, I mean, he, was, he ended up he, being... He wasn't, enough, he wasn't owned enough. I played 100% Tony Pollard, every GBP lineup, every cash lineup, FanDuel, DraftKings, both. He, he was not owned enough. I was seeing him in single entry contests at like 20%. Um, here, let me pull up the massive $25 double up. My guess is... I mean, yeah, yeah, like this but is. But it was cascading lower to the lower ownerships. Like in the $5 double up, I yep. think he was like 22. And I, I bet if I surveyed like cash games or head to heads, I bet it was less than 25. So not enough people got on him. And it was just. Well, let's, think- let's, let's talk a little bit for, for people listening. Try to, you know, just give some like constructive, actual actionable uh, advice here. The reason why Pollard became a lock. And for me, it was kind of like, oh, you know, imagine Ezekiel Elliott uh, was actually good. And, and and didn't have a good backup. Right, and he didn't have a good backup. Like, and he was 5,200 at home against, you know, a kind of whatever Niners team. Um, that was kind of the thesis. Like, just imagine Ezekiel Elliott two years ago, um, or three years ago, two, three years ago, was 5,200. It would just be a lock. And that was kind of the simple way that I that I put it to myself. What were you guys thinking in terms of, like, is he a locker? Is he just a good play? Because really, the, the, that spot was going to guys like Cam Akers, um, who was going to be insanely popular. Uh, I think there was going to be some Jonathan Taylor ownership, um, et cetera, et cetera. 
No, for me, it was a lock. I mean, when you look at Cam Akers and some of those other guys that people were playing, I mean, Cam Akers, his snap rate, we had no idea. Like, obviously, the last couple weeks it's been trending up, but it could have been anywhere in this game. Um, where with, when Tony Pollard is announced, at, or when Zeke is announced out and it's Tony, Tony Pollard, he is like a lock for all these Zeke workload plus some. And then there's no backup threatening him. Where all the Zeke downside this year has been that there's, A, he's fat. B, he yeah. sucks, and C, there's Tony Pollard. And, and, and so D, you his body all... is riddled with uh, with coronavirus. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he just is not good anything. anymore. He's gone full. He's gone full post knee girly, right? Like, yeah. he, he he's Pollard useless. Just, I just yeah, that's that's kind of it, right? That's kind of it. You like you see these guys that just had that extra like little burst and could actually break things off, and all of a sudden they just go to a guy who literally like turns out like two to four yards a carry and he's been getting by on volume and when his volume goes away like it did this year with Pollard all of a sudden he's pretty useless um and then and then Pollard gets it all dude Pollard's fresh Pollard can break stuff off and and he's good and Pollard is good like that's so this is this is it for me one the other running backs on the roster Rico Dowdle and Sewu Oluwina um zero zero NFL carries between them right? So we're talking about he's the only experienced NFL running back. It was a close spread. So I wasn't worried about, uh, you know, Garrett Gilbert having to come into this game. I did not think that the Cowboys were going to get blown out. Um, they, and they, you know, they ended up winning and uh, that's going to come into a decision that Sammy and I are going to have to talk about a little bit later. He, they're just, and, and also even if you, so obviously Tony Pollard has really good efficiency stuff right now, like very high yards per target, very high yards per carry when we plugged him into our back end stuff at Daily Roto. And he, even if you regressed him down to like you gave him Zeke's yards per carry and Zeke's yards per target, he still looked um, incredible. And I thought he would do better than that, which he did. He, he had 60 receiving yards. And, and I know people are going to be like, oh, he sucked out at the touchdown run at the end. He had 20 DK points before that. So I, I don't – I don't yeah, accept he was, that. He was their leading uh, target guy. He was their leading catch guy. Um, and he had a 30-yard reception and a 40-yard rush. And that's Zeke. When's the last time Zeke had a 30-yard play? I, I don't think he's had one all season. And Pollard had two in this game. I think that just shows you, like, we deal a lot in efficiency, or uh, sorry, in volume and not that much in efficiency. But at the end of the day, like, sometimes big plays make or break your day. And the fact that Pollard is clearly capable of them and Zeke no longer is, I think made this just such a, such a clear play that we had to get him in. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought I've been waiting for Tony Pollard to start a game since last year. There was no way I was going to let this opportunity pass yeah. me up. Like I just was all in. Think of this just like, so I have, I have a keeper league where I have both Zeke and Pollard. And I, I'm definitely a bad person, but I've been hoping that like Zeke tears an ACL or gets outright le- released because I would rather keep Pollard without Zeke there than keep Zeke. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. we're, we're at that point. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's, uh, let's talk about quarterback now. Uh, started out, started out the week thinking, what was the, the optimal lineup before the Pollard news was Kyler, Henry, Drake, Kamara, Ayuk, Manny, Gallup, Seahawks defense. Um, and that lineup actually had the 500 that you could choose between Kyler or Lamar. Um, they both did so, great. 
Yeah, that would, and they, they both did really good. I that would have, I think that those lineups also would have cashed double ups. What did um, what did Drake end up doing? Was he bad or did he do good? I'm pretty sure he was bad. Let me let me look this up real fast. Drake had oh, wow. you don't need to look it up. Yeah, yeah. ten for oh 10 for twenty. Oh my god, he had thirty eight total yards. <laughs> Yeah, uh, like wait, so who was, who would you who were you saying the third running back chalk would have been if it wasn't for not not chalk. I'm just saying both the Daily Roto Optimal and Cardi stuff had the exact same and it was Kyler, Drake, Kamara, Henry, Brandon Ayuk, um Hit Cardi had Denzel Mims, our stuff had Michael Gallup as a cheap wide receiver, Sanders, um Cole Komet. Yeah, and... I think I think a lot of people would have landed on Acres there. I think I would have honestly. Like we're joking about Fournette, but I don't I don't think I would have ended up there. Yeah, yeah, I, I I get the Acres thing. I just when the Tony Pollard news came out, it allowed you to get get off of the higher price QB to uh, down and then up to either Kelsey or I mean I went uh, Ridley, but off of Ayuk because you wouldn't have been able to play Ayuk plus. Kelsey so that's what the Pollard news allows you yeah to I, I literally spent all morning trying to get Ayuk and Kelsey like that was like what I was trying so hard to do and honestly I landed on this lineup that Davis and I played and I really didn't like it and I think it's a, a, a enormously flawed lineup and I think I mean honestly we we ran pretty good there at the end buddy no you mean Jalen I mean getting 41 points is not running good I mean, yes, we ran good, but we ran about uh, we ran about as uh, bad as possible with our New Orleans Saints players and with our two v two. I mean, that's because our our play was egregious. So, I mean, we can. Yeah, I mean, we did we did play really terribly. Uh, so let's let's get into this two v two. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's let's go over running back just a yeah, little. I wanna, bit. I wanna oh, yeah, I want to stay on running back for a minute. So I, I legitimately considered not playing Derrick Henry. Uh, right Thank you. So did I. So did I. Okay. Talk, so, so, so I want you to talk about it a little bit because I was really close. Like I literally had the lineup to swap to on and it was just like, do I confirm or not? And I just ended up like not pulling the trigger and walking away and going outside to, to vape furiously after lock hit. Well, I mean, I actually thought there were other running backs that like – had a lot of upside and didn't have the game script like risk. I thought that Dalvin Cook and David Montgomery were two guys that I really, really liked this week before the Pollard news. I just, the only reason I landed on Henry was number one, the builds like didn't make any sense with Cook and Montgomery. Um, and I couldn't find one that I liked with those two. Um, and so that's kind of why I ended on Henry, but nine point, what was Henry? Nine, five, nine, five. Nine five for Henry. I mean, you needed this game from Henry. Like if he didn't, if he didn't. I mean, okay. So here's the thing. Yes, you needed quote unquote this game. But Ryan Tannehill had two rushing touchdowns and threw a one yard touchdown to Darrington Evans, who was uncovered. Henry, I know. I mean, he could have had forty. Um, he could have he had an all timer. Yeah, like so. I I'm five. not. I'm no. I'm okay, not doing no, this. Derrick Henry was clearly the right play. Okay. Davis, well, nine point five. The fragility that it takes for him to hit this this point, like, is so much higher than these guys who are seven K. Who All right. So do do we want to do we want to go over do we want to go over what uh, I mean what running backs have done to the Lions? 
Well, I mean, let's just talk about how mentally weak we are that we all faded Derrick Henry last year at eight or last week at eight point seven. Eight point seven and played him at nine point five. You know what, dude? I can't handle another week like that. Let's. let's but here's the thing: I, I, I didn't play him last week because he wasn't in our optimals. This week, he was the highest projected player. He projected for more points than the quarterbacks this week for Don't for you us. Like the projections. What? Don't you make the projections? Well, I I do a lot of the inputs, but like algorithmically in terms of like efficiency and defense stuff. No, I don't do anything to do with that. That right. like that's all that's all out like that's all based on stuff that has happened this season, and it shifts yeah. as teams shift. I, so to I be knew, fair, I the knew reason I didn't play Henry last week was because Cook was a better play last week. Based on, I mean, Madison was out. It was like there was last week was a was a totally different slate. Like. In this week, with Madison being back, Cook versus the versus Chicago, like it wasn't as clear to me that Cook was a better play. But and we also had Devontae last week. There wasn't like I don't know. This week felt different. But I I did like legit twenty minutes before lock go. Like, am I really playing Derek freaking Henry at nine point five? I was I was so close. I mean. I, I don't know. I, I the guy I would have swapped to is Cam Akers, so I'm glad that that didn't happen, honestly. But I I didn't think that Akers was that different. I'm like similar implied team total, um, you know, home favorites like, it, like with with just should should have great game script. And uh, did you did you look at Cook or Montgomery at all? I loved those two guys. Let me let me just tell, so I didn't look at. I mean, I looked at Cook and I pivoted to him in in several tournaments because I didn't think that he was that much worse than Henry, but I thought Henry was just like clearly a little better with Madison back in. Um, And I did not look at David Montgomery. David Montgomery feels like Bitcoin right now. Like, dude, just, dude, you got to just buy the all-time high on David Montgomery. You'd be you so rich. The high because the next week it just keeps going up. I mean, it's just like, when is this going to come back down? It, like, it is incredible. I, I don't even have any, like, uh, mean or nasty things to say about him. Like, he's just playing incredible. And, uh, you know, good for him. I'm very excited to not draft him uh, in the second round of, uh, of high-stakes fantasy football leagues next year. Oh my God. I mean, he literally had 32 rushes for 146 yards and two touchdowns today. I mean, he was the big dog. He he was, he was the big dog. And the price just keeps going up and you're like, well, I can't buy at this price. Like it's going to go back down and it never does. It's like, we need to start just buying. I mean, we're already buying Bitcoin, which is why we're all like happier than a dog with two dicks. Yeah. It's, it's, it's (laughs) 2020 has been bad for a lot of people, but it really hasn't been that brutal for me. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Right here, here at the end, we're starting to moon a little bit. Like things are turning out. Okay. Yeah. Just just give me, just give me the vaccine and I'm ready to run pure the rest of my life, baby. Let's go. Yeah. So the other felt like Sammy, you've talked about this a lot is like, if you don't play a guy in GPP, like, you shouldn't feel that great about him in cash. And all of my GPP teams, I had zero Henry. I had a lot of Montgomery. I had a lot of Kamara. I had a lot of, um, obviously, 100% Pollard. But I had zero Henry in GPP. And, like, I, I don't know. At 9-5, like, I just did not think there was much. I, I, I don't feel good about playing Henry in cash. I did it. But, okay, so that's that's true. I think, Nate, what you're saying is more applicable for value plays because – if they're if someone's cheap and you think they should get points, you should be playing them in tournaments. I I think it's very different when it's the absolute most expensive player because thirty two. Let's say let's literally let's say thirty two. Let's say Henry gets that last touchdown that Darrington Evans gets, and Henry gets thirty two. 
he still is not going to be in that many uh, of the optimal lineup combinations because he's so expensive. Uh, but but 32 for cash is like you're like you're rolling it. You're like it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I don't know. This is probably the last time I'll play Henry again. I mean, this tag is insane. He's nine five. I, I, I mean, don't they don't they don't they play the Devontae, Jets or something though? On a slate with Devonte, I'm just not going to do it. I think they play the Packers. They play. They play. They do play the Packers. Okay, so that'll be a good. That'll be a good place to not play him. Yeah, because like I, people will still play him because they have a quote unquote bad rush defense. But that's again, uh, we we already know that that's a game that if Tennessee gets down, that the game script could go out of Henry's out of Henry's way, and then he's useless. So, yeah, for sure. All right, all right. Let's get it our two d two. Let let's talk about these receivers. All right. So this is this is a great so decision. this was this is the lineup that Sammy and I played as a whole. Jalen Hurts, Derek Henry, Tony Pollard, Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith, Lynn Bowden Jr., Travis Kelsey, Alvin Kamara, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. The obvious problem there is you're going. Oh well, we have all these Saints. Um, we're not playing Drew Brees. We're not even playing Mahomes. So why are we playing? three members of the New Orleans Saints I don't I didn't really consider Kamara part of that because like you're just like dude Kamara's gonna get there right like you're you're not really worried about Kamara getting there it turns out he ran consider, even if you don't consider Kamara it's still egregious because you have noodle armed ass Drew Brees yeah who's coming off like this egregious rib injury and you're gonna be like oh yeah I'm gonna play two of his wide receivers like, that is just a terrible, awful idea. I feel really bad. Like, uh, we got lucky because this was a complete fish move to play both of these guys in cap. Because then you have three Saints. And I know Kamara's not really part of that, but he's going to lower the ceiling because they, they only have so many yards in them. They only have so many receptions in them. And the reality is, like, Bruce turns out, Turns out they really don't have that many receptions in them when Drew Brees completes 19% of his passes. Oh my God. I mean, we got lucky to get like two or three Manny Sanders catches there at the end, but like Traquan, it was you texted me. You're like, Oh, Traquan got hurt. Oh no. And it's like, who cares? Who cares? Literally who cares? It wasn't going to do anything anyways. Like, what does it matter if he's on the field or not? Um, so our two V two was we opted to play Traquan Smith and the Buccaneers defense instead of Michael Gallup and the Cowboys defense, which was, I mean, not good. I, so, I, it, it didn't make sense when we clicked in, and it didn't make sense now. I mean, we had at, at DR, we had Gallup, like, I think, like a point or two better than Traquan, even. Like, it, I, it, was, it was not good. It, it was, Sammy, it was bad of us. It was, it was very bad, and we should feel bad. And I don't know how we won, honestly. I don't know. Well, we, we, we won we won because Jalen Hurts went full Greg Jennings and put the team on his oh, back. God. That's why. That, that sweat at the end when we were sweating those seven yards and he went like 0 for 6 and then on fourth down he hits it and then gets more points. Kamara gets the touchdown at the end. Like all of this is in the late games. And then what else happened? Sanders got a bunch of catches. Like Kelsey got several catches and a two-pointer on like the last five minutes of these games. Like we got super lucky. So let's, let's say, let's say this. And uh, so the 2v2 Gallup and the Cowboys, that is two touchdowns, right? Traquan 3.5 points, Buccaneers three points. It was an 18 point swing. We would have, we would have beaten Nate's team with the 2v2, even though, even though he owned us that hard with, uh, with his Cole Komet, Calvin Ridley 2v2. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about the defense. So, 
I have this exact decision. <laughs> the Buccaneers, bro. <laughs> oh, so, so bad. How did they win? Um, so I have this exact decision, not just in DFS, but also in uh, an important seasonal matchup. Arizona defense versus Tampa Bay defense. I ended up going with Tampa Bay in both. And Arizona completely mollywhopped. I mean, they, they allowed a bunch of points, but they had like 18 fantasy points. You know, they had like six or seven sacks or something like this, like a couple of like block kicks. Um, and so I think they were 2.9, I want to say, on DK. Like, why didn't, why didn't we go with Arizona? I don't know. I, I, I wrestled with that one all week. And at the end, I was like, dude, Matt Ryan sucks. Matt Ryan's going to do some dumb shit. Like, Matt Ryan's awful. Like, the, the Eagles might just run the ball too much, um, was kind of my thinking. What was your thinking? Did you ever consider uh, the, the, the Cardinals defense? I guess we're no, it was it was Washington. It was Washington yeah, football play. team. It was Washington football team. It was um, Cowboys or the, yeah. or the Buccaneers or the Seahawks. And, and the Cowboys, I thought, made the most sense just because I think Nick Mullins is is such uh, garbage. And um, I just I'm really tilting at Sammy because we just were so close to just the absolute, uh, you know, just the absolute stone nuts. Stone. We, we really, we played. really were. This was a bad decision, Davis. I don't, I don't, I don't know what led us to play Traquan Smith here in the year of our Lord 2020 as the third saint in our lineup. It was just, just so bad. But can we, can we talk about the Bucks being so false? How did they lose? How did they win this game? Like, because I mean, literally, just the only explanation is is Falcons. Like the the only explanation is just LOL Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons were terrible. But you guys still should have played Ridley, and I think you guys should feel bad for that. I don't, I don't feel bad because Kelsey has just been such a – like, Kelsey had a bad game today and got 21. Like, I don't, I don't feel bad. But you, you clearly sharped it, dude. I mean, Rid, Ridley Komet like, was so good. Even though Kelsey is Kelsey and, like, putting up a historic season at tight end, like, he's still not a wide receiver. Like, when you have a wide receiver who's running routes that are 15 yards down the field every single time, getting the same amount of targets. It's just like, those are higher value targets, even if they're not coming from Patrick Mahomes, like because of the position that he plays and the routes that he runs that like paying, paying wide receiver prices for a tight end. Don't make, doesn't make sense. Like, and Sammy, you hate. Well, it, it does. Okay. So it does. It does. When your two V two doesn't include Traquan Smith, like it, when you're looking at, when you're looking at Cole Komet versus Traquan Smith, your side, a hundred percent the correct side but when your 2v2 is uh i don't know who's the worst what's the worst tight end we've played this year sammy gosh i've played so many bad ones okay no here you go when it's chris when it's chris herndon and uh when it's chris herndon and mike evans it, it totally makes more sense to play for the tight end but you are you are correct in this slate it it was bad it was because because uh, I actually thought that Cole Komet should be um, projected pretty aggressively. Like, I really liked Cole Komet. Um, I might have even liked he, Cole Komet straight up over Traquan. No, he had two catches he, on the first drive. He, he, I know. I was, I was so hyped. I was like, dude, he's going he's gonna to get 15 points. Well, the, so, uh, so the way I was going to go, I, I thought Ayuk was a legit – I know he was going to be popular, and I don't know what he ended up being owned, but – he was the guy that I thought, wow, you can kind of get away with paying 6300 for a number one wide receiver. 
Um, and uh, and that was the yeah, guy. Yeah, was a great play. That was, he was that the was, second was, highest owned play on the slate, I think. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna do instead of instead of going with three crap wide receivers. I was gonna play Ayuk as my number one, and I just couldn't find a lineup that I liked because then when you go so far down at tight end, then you have this extra money, and then it's like, oh, what am I gonna do? Like pay up for Mahomes, pay up for Lamar. I just didn't feel like that was correct on this slate. What am I gonna do? Pay up for DST? I just didn't like what I could do with that money. Um, and I, honestly, I just ran out of time before lock and I was like, well, screw it. Like, I'm just going to, you know, play Kelsey and hope I get there. But I, I was, I was kind of lost. Ayuk was the guy I liked a lot. So I, Ayuk I love too, but he didn't make sense in the Pollard lineup though. Like once it became possible to play an 8K guy, it just didn't make very much sense. Right. And I think, and, and that was another part of my problem is, I should have considered Ridley harder because I was like, oh, look, like if I don't play Kelsey, I'm not going in there with no Chiefs. Like I'm going to play Tyree Kill. And I should have just not been such a such a puss about it and done what Nate did and been like, yeah, I'm okay with Ridley. The offense literally goes through him whenever, uh, whenever Julio's out. And it did again today. And it did last week. And it continues to do so. Like figure it out, Sammy. Yeah, I think uh, I think all of that does make sense. I mean, Nate, talk a little bit about the the Ridley process because obviously Sammy and I weren't even considering it. So Ridley's a guy who, uh, if we look at like since week ten, and I think Julio has has been around for a game or two, but since week ten, like Ridley's I think third in Whopper. It's like Michael Thomas, Brandon Ayuk, Ridley, and Devonte. Except Ridley runs routes that are like abnormal for a number one ride receiver he runs deep down the field routes he's got like a 15 uh a 15.8 ADOT over that same sample where the rest of those guys are all under 10 so it's not just that he gets targets it's that he's legit running these like high value routes um so his upside is insane I mean his air yards over that sample is like I think it's like third in the league or something like that and it's combined with a really really high target share so when it it's like a great floor, but also just like unbelievable ceiling at 8.2. He was just, you know, with no Devante, with no um, like clear jamming alphas, he was the guy, you know, Michael Thomas being out this week and other things like that. I mean, yeah, I just, I loved Ridley. And I I think I felt like as soon as the Pollard news came out, I think I texted you guys and just said, I feel great. Like, I want this. You did. You did. You were pumped on your lineup. You you knew I, it. I felt I felt good too, honestly. Like I and and even even um with Henry not having the greatest game, we haven't even talked about Lynn Bowden Jr. because there were other cheap wide receivers, and I assume that which that I pe- played. And I, you told me I was a fish because I, I that was my other swap from you guys, which I don't think it matters which three point five k wide receiver you. Did played. you play Mims over over? I played Mims over Bowden. Oh yeah, you're that's stone bad. That's yeah, so you're, you're, bad. <laughs> and I, 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 I look. I will be honest with you. Like I complimented your your Ridley commit. That was clearly better than what I did. Mims over Lynn Bowden, Bowden was yeah. so bad. Thing. I tell myself every week, I got to write it into my code, exclude Jets, exclude Jets. I tell myself every single week, yet every single week I run them up and I'm like, dude, one of these three Jets is going to do it. It's got to be Paramount. It's got to be Mims. These guys get the air yards. And every single week I fall into this trap. I don't know when I'm going to learn. Just stop playing Jets. You literally said this last week. And Nate, do any of them get carries? No. 
But Lynn Bowden gets one carry every week. A little gadget, a little gadget equity goes a long Dude, way. There, there literally, there literally is a guy. Shout out. Um, your his name on Twitter is at Gadget Floor, and he got his name from this podcast. And I need to have him tweet at you just how bad it was that you didn't play Lynn Bowden. Yeah. How many rushing attempts did he get? Did he get? I don't even think. I literally don't even think he had one. Who? But the. <laughs> But literally, you know why he didn't? You know why he didn't get a rushing attempt today, Nate? Because he he played like ninety five percent of the snaps as a wide receiver. He did get a rush attempt, and he got seven targets. Like he was three point six. I mean, yeah, no, this is this is legit inexcusable from Nathaniel <laughs> Nolan. <laughs> what you doing? You can't play no Jets, bro. Like get Nate, it. he got he got a rushing attempt. He led the Dolphins in targets and. Not only that, but they design – they have a couple design throwing plays for him too. Dude, he's a freaking running back who, like, doesn't project for rushing attempts and these crappy routes at wide receiver when you have Denzel Mims who literally runs these 15-8-out routes. Nate. Denzel Mims is a legit player. Lynn Bowden is like – no, Nate. he runs these terrible routes. Denzel – I mean, I agree with you. So, at, at a very high level, I agree with you that Denzel Mims is, like, a legit – NFL wide receiver, um, but no, this is this is terrible. This is Nate. Just, in, just admit it. Just admit it. It's terrible. Just take it. You want money? Just have an L with your with your W. You just just a little L. Come on, dude. weren't you weren't you at all worried about Jalen Ramsey? <laughs> no. Oh, Jalen Ramsey covering Mims. Oh, weren't you worried, bro? I w- wasn't worried. I missed the play. I, I, I missed it. That was why it was a bad play, because of Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm glad that there was at least one thing you did that was mystifying and made no sense, because I bet Mims in your games was owned, like, n- at not at all. Oh, none. Nobody. Yeah, nobody, nobody had him, because everyone played Lynn Bowden. Because yeah, yeah. nobody went through their lineup and was like, <laughs> you know what's really going to make this click? Is a little Denzel Mims. Like, bro, we've been there. We've done that. We, I, I mean, we've played Mims, like, what, two or three weeks in cash this year? Right? Uh, I believe I've played Mims dose times. Yeah, well, I think I played him twice. Three, there was a lot of 3K wide receivers of our own. It was Gallup. It was it was uh, Bowden. It was um, Traquan. So, like, Mims was not even on the radar for most people. So, so stylistically, though, I, and I know what you're saying, like, Mims goes down the field, he gets those prairie yards, like, it is what it is. But when a guy's 3.5, I don't know, I kind of like having, like, a short reception floor. Yeah, just, like, like, he could get, like, I want him to be able to get five. Yeah, like, like, Traquan Smith is, like, legit could get zero. I mean, Mims legit could get zero. It, that's the thing. I didn't think Bowden would ever get zero in this spot once – I mean, that was, that was a great piece of news, right? Gasecki and uh, who else? Gasecki, Jakeem Grant, and Devontae okay. Parker were out. It was like, dude, who else are gonna, they, they going to throw to? Like, he is going to get, like, five-plus targets here. I, I just, I mean, very mystifying, Nate. Very mystifying. Good day for your brand, but this was bad. About the upside. About the upside, guys. Yeah, this should have been, this should have been a huge day for your brand. Like, you, oh. like... I mean, I know I look. I didn't get rich on a day where Jalen Hurts went forty. Like I, I made a little bit of money, but I didn't make like I didn't make screenshot money. Well, yeah, I had should, a good day. should we talk about David Johnson and his receiving bonus? I was gonna say, yeah, I had a good day. David Johnson went nuts. Hundred yard David bonus Montgomery, for one, Mister D Johnson. David Montgomery went nuts. Um, Cook, I mean everybody. 
yeah, all of the all of the guys who should be who have been seeing volume all year are now starting to finally see some actual points, which is good. But Nate, you should be very rich. I'm. I feel bad for you that Darren Waller wasn't on this slate. He smashed on Thursday night. I know. I know. He smashed on Thursday. Scene. But really, like my brand is doing well right now. I mean, <laughs> all of the guys that I've been on all year are like, yeah, they're doing well, and then they're like three k higher than they used to be. And everybody was like, why would you play him? People literally Nolan's, ripped on playing brand, the big W of the week. Darren Waller is just dunking over people all over the place. Did you, did you get some Darren Waller in the captain action the other night, kid? Of course. It's the only way to – I mean, you can't play the Raiders without him. Like, you can't. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, good. hey, good slate, guys. It was a good slate. Good slate. We all made one egregious mistake, and it ended yeah. up – yeah. Oh man. This the listeners this... hate this show though. Like we're all happy, but the listeners. Hate yeah, they don't, they don't want like this. It they when we win. I mean, at least at least we're giving them the tilt of of this stupid Gallup Cowboys decision. I mean, just so freaking obvious. Like it's obvious when you're doing it, and it's just total fear based uh, lizard brain nonsense i don't even yeah i don't know Tra- traquan honestly feels like someone incepted me like someone incepted me that he was a good play but i never believed it my oh it's just so bad dude what was what was gallup to start the year and we were all super i mean he was like 6k and we were all like gotta get in gallup gotta get in gallup and now he's 3.5 he, he, he outproduced he like outproduced amari cooper last year i know and now gallup- he's like 3.5 and we're like mm, nah Nah, let's get in some trade. Well, I mean, two two things happened. Number one, C.D. Lamb came, so all they did with Gallup for most of the season is just run him up the sideline, and then Dak got hurt. Well, that was – so that is – that is so interesting, like, anchor effect of people remembering that Gallup was the nine-route guy when Dak was healthy, but that's not true now. He – Gallup is getting good targets now. Like, he is running lots of good routes. Yeah, well, he ran. He he had five targets today. Let's not like overrate because he caught a touchdown. He had three for. Well, he got he got hurt. He got hurt in the third quarter and didn't oh, come did back. He? Well, what do I know? I'm a fish. I played Traquan Smith. I mean, I'm just trying to like make this. Yeah. Note 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 to self. Note to self. Uh, never show the Jets and my optimals again, and never show Traquan Smith because like there is there is just a little bit of. Uh, there's just a little bit of like, because he was so good as a rookie. You think in the, he's in good. The, you think, you he's, think good. he's good. Like, yes. You played him on a show. Well, well, well the other something. thing. So, well, I remember it too. I have it. Like, there's something in my brain that tells me Traquan Smith is good. I don't know if he made me money on Showdown. Or no, I, I know. There was, there I know. Was island, there was an island game. I want to say it was a Thanksgiving game. Uh, you are you are 100% correct against the Philadelphia Eagles on November 18th last year, uh, or it is rookie year 2018, 13 yeah. targets, 10 receptions, 157 yards, and a touchdown. So I definitely oh, played him one. then, and that's, like, why he continues to burn me these days because, like, I still have that in the back of my head. It's mentally uh, So, I, I mean, part of the thing I was thinking is, look, like, sometimes they, like, use Sanders a bunch. Sometimes they use Traquan a bunch. I'm like, if one of them smashes, eh, I have both. You know what I mean? And, like, I didn't really consider enough that, like, neither of them would smash. Like, with well, I, I, the, the degree to which uh, Drew Brees is warmed over corpse is it's, – it's sad, dude. Like, Taysom Hill is just better than him. Taysom Hill, in all of his wonderful mediocrity and elbow sleeves, um, is better than Drew Brees. Now, how, how about that sequence where Taysom Hill cucked us uh, with Kamara twice at the goal line? Oh. Like, he gets in. That was a touchdown. And then the Latavius Murray – 
Oh, well, yeah, I uh, mean, the, so you think you have the false hope of him not – of Taysom touchdown not being called in. You're like, oh, my gosh, they're going to give it to Kamara. And then you're like, oh, no, they're never giving this to Kamara. They're just going right back to Taysom. They do a straight, they do a straight power play to Taysom and knock it in. And, yeah, then Latavius catches along like a 20-yard touchdown. It, on, on first down, they ran it to Kamara. And then they take Kamara out and pass it to Latavius for a 20-yard touchdown. It's like – what's going on here Kamara ended up like getting that manufactured like touch pass touchdown at the end and I know it didn't matter that much because he was like 75% on but still the it, we felt like Kamara was going to be and everybody did just a huge smash at his price with Drew Brees back because Brees has no arm and he's just going to pepper Kamara with targets that didn't happen and I, I don't know why it didn't yeah I don't know either. Uh, I well I know why it didn't because Kamara was like my Bre- favorite Breeze literally couldn't even co- – I mean, it was the first play of the game, right? They call that uh, the screen pass to – well, not even a screen. They don't even screen it. They just have the the Kamara rollout. Breeze throws it over the arm of the defensive lineman. Yeah, I mean, I've seen – I've seen, yeah. yeah, I've seen them run that play 200 times, and Breeze threw it over Kamara's head, you know? Yeah, and it's you like, you're like you're, you're like, oh, man, this is going to be a long day. Yeah, I mean, And it was. Was, it was. It was a long afternoon. This is crazy. He ended with six targets, which tied for the team lead. Um, it, it did not seem like that. Like, Drew Brees threw the ball 34 times. I don't know who he threw it to. Like, Bro, I, I, I mean, the whole, the whole game Sanders was, only got was five the Chiefs throwing it to a bunch of scrubs like Hardman and, you know, Robinson and stuff like that. And then the, the, the Saints were, like, throwing it to, you know, freaking Humphrey and, you know, Johnson and just, like, all these crazy people. It was just like, what's happening? It was a weird game, bro. It was tilting, that's for sure. So, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire got injured. Yeah, how bad end. was it? How bad I was mean, it? I mean, I, I haven't seen a report yet, he, but I would. He couldn't put weight on it and had to limp off the field. Hey, yeah. hey so. Did, did, so have you picked up Damian Williams in your uh, in your? He can't. He, I looked at the rules. He can't opt back in. What? Can't do it once no, you've no, opted no, no. out. I mean, for, next, for next year, like in keeper leagues and stuff. Oh, buddy, we're ready. We're ready. We're, we're, we're in. We're in. <laughs> Damian Williams has made me a lot of money. Cost me a lot of money. Probably close to lifetime even on Damian. Mm, no, made so much money on those playoff slates last year. Um, but Is your question, are we playing Le'Veon Bell next week? The question is, or? well, the question is, at what price are we playing Le'Veon? Because Le'Veon at 4600 um, I don't even think we have to think about it, but Le'Veon at 62. I mean, Le'Veon at Clyde Edwards Hilaire's price, right? 5,800, 5,900, 6,000. What are we I'm doing? Cool. I'm cool. But if he's 46, I'm in. I mean, so they play, who, who do they play next week? Oh, at home against the Falcons? Shoot. Yeah, you might have to, you might have to play Le'Veon. If he's like over no, five, any K. anyone but the Falcons, dude. Anyone no. but the Falcons. I know, dude. If he's over five K, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. Like they, they're they're just. I mean, Ch actually. Well, it's it's. I mean, it's not like they run the ball. Like it's it's not as if they make an. F, I mean, Le'Veon Bell scoring a rushing touchdown on an option when Mahomes could have just scored himself is. I I Sammy. I don't know if I've ever been so mad in my life. Yeah, that was wild. But they, they ended up with 29 rushes. Edwards Hilaire had 14 and Le'Veon had 15 in this game. And then Edwards Hilaire had three targets, Le'Veon had one. So 
I, I don't know. Like they'll they'll put Williams in on some third downs. Like it's not like Le'Veon will just be like an insane bell cow. Like I think they'll continue to rotate. Well, I think also Le'Veon got shook up for a little bit, you know. So what if what if we got what if we got Daryl Williams and Darwin Thompson says in next week? Oh my God, dude! Don't ever mention Darwin Thompson to me again. After we took him in the eighth <laughs> round last made year, us draft him in the eighth round of that league last year. I can't believe we ended up winning. That was insane. Um, yeah, no more Darwin Thompson. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see what other what other games do we have next week. We. Uh, by the way, uh, I hope everyone's very excited for Peter Overzet to very seriously play cash games in Week 17 and come on the Gilcast because that's uh, that's in the works. Oh, come on through, Pete. I mean, everybody needs some more overset in their life. Like he's he's like the breakout star, dude. I watch. I've been I've been railing this whole cast. It's so good. It's so good. It's it is it is one of the worst shows of all time. That is correct. <laughs> I mean, someone was such a goat, and you got and 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 he left, and it's like, oh, is it going to be any good anymore? And it's fantastic. Like Pete's just amazing. Yeah. Um. All right. So we have Giants Ravens. Yeah. Mark Ingram inactive in this game gonna gonna have to be very you're gonna you guys are gonna have to restrain me from playing Dobbins I think next week I mean yeah I, I guess depending I mean he's a pretty good play this week bad. honestly depending on his price it won't be bad yeah I played I played Dobbins in the uh $200 double spy this week uh getting super low ownership and uh 15 points not gonna cut it at the running back position this week. Every running back smashed, except for Kamara, honestly. Yeah. Are we playing David Johnson next week? Uh, the Texans play home to the Bengals. Yeah, I got to think pretty strong chance of playing David Johnson. Well, one of the things about DJ is that, uh, what, what was it, Duke and ProSize were out today? We're both out, no, yeah. No, yeah, no, so if, if that's the case next week, you know, we'll have to consider it. Um, what do you guys think the odds, if you were going to set a line on if I play Deontay Johnson next week, in cash Steelers at home against the Colts what do you think that line is? uh you will play him and he will get benched by uh the second quarter by the third he round. got benched last week <laughs> oh man Hertz plays That's on the one. road Hertz plays on the road in Dallas dude he's gonna be he's gonna be like he's gonna be he's gonna be 7,000 7, he'll be 7,000 yeah, yeah I don't think we can play him next week if he's that price but this week it was like oof Hey, hey, Davis. Is it is it time to say that that Kyler Murray and uh, and and Lamar Jackson are basically fancy Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I mean, I well, here's the thing. You, the most incredible thing about this Jalen game was what he only rushed for thirty something yards. No, he got over fifty. Oh, okay, you're like right. Three. I think he only took off like three or four times. Yeah, they were not. They were. He he made he made a bunch of mistakes. Uh, on zone reads um, obviously he had a great game and the Eagles were super competitive but he made just when I was watching on red zone he made like three or four pretty clear mistakes on the zone read with Miles Sanders so I mean there obviously there's the more is that he's got this like thing with Greg Ward and just doesn't throw to any other wide receiver and it's just Greg Ward season and it's like, uh yeah I wish it was Jalen Rager season yeah, that would have been. You know what? You know what I'd like to see is Austin Eckler be under seven K, and we can just run it back. He had such a crap game on Thursday night, uh, but he's at home again. If Denver. if he is if he is under seven K, he's got to be a jam, right? I mean, the, so the thing about Eckler, and we've litigated this a bunch, but like when they, I'm still down, I'm still litigating it. I mean, when they get down <laughs> to the one, bro, it is Balazs. it's it's Balazs season. Yeah, and that's just so terrible. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, uh, Montgomery That's- is going to be a. Montgomery at 7,500 next week is going to project as a good value in our stuff um, playing at the Jaguars. Who, who, by the way, if there is, if they are even close, no, if they are close to winning, they're like, they're going to like the, the city of Jacksonville might just like cancel the game because the Jets won this game and the Jaguars. I, does anyone know why, why is it that the Jaguars at one and 15 get it over the Jets? I think it's strength of schedule. Yeah. Yep. That feels that feels like for a for a franchise altering decision that feels insane. Well, I mean they they have the they, they have a list of like ten tiebreakers and strength of schedule is probably like fourth to sixth down. Um, so at some point you just you just gotta like go yeah. with it. But, I mean it it is the most jet. It's like both the most Jets thing in the world and the most Ram thing in the world that the Jets won this game. Like the Jets just screwed their franchise probably for the rest of time because they won this game. I don't know how they won this game. Like the Rams have been blowing people up. Like what happened? Tell you what, it wasn't through Denzel Mims. <laughs> Bro, it was, it was through, it was through Ty Johnson. I, I dude, Nate is sitting here and just like, man, if this game script had gone more Denzel Mims away, like, <laughs> would have been a smash bro. <laughs> um, I wonder, are we going to see Christian McCaffrey back against the Washington football team? What uh, I mean, do they have to, like, push him now? I don't know, but the, he still – he's been at practice this whole time. Like, I, I don't know what their incentive is, but he's there. Uh, man, imagine if the Broncos had a good quarterback. Because Fant and Judy and Hamler and Patrick all seem so good, and Drew Locke is just so bad, dude. Yeah, I mean, dude, Tim Patrick is kind of legit. And if he's your number three receiver, I mean, Fant, Fant is that guy that you want all the shares of next year because he's, we've talked about this before, he's one of the few tight ends that can make a catch and run of like 30 yards. I mean, when he gets going, dude, the guy's a, the guy's like just a complete train. Um, you don't want any of that. I'm a, so I, I'm, I'm a big, big Fant guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm huge on him. He's going to be like one of my most owned uh, uh, best ball guys next year. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, I think that will do it for us this week. Um, everyone, sorry to disappoint with, uh, with winning weeks. We like, to, we like to deliver you the sadness. I mean, there always is that upside when I have a winning week that I know at least the show is going to get a ton of clicks. Um, but winning money does feel nicer. Yeah, yeah. Winning feels a little bit nicer. Yeah, let's, let's just buy Bitcoin at 24K with our winnings, and we're still going to profit. Better, better, better investment. Bitcoin at 2400 David Montgomery, 8K on DraftKings. Which, which one are you trying to buy more? Uh, it's, it, it's not Traquan Smith, that's all. No, no. Buy Traquan Smith at uh, 1800 on DCAM in the past. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the Guildcast. We'll be back next week.